Good evening, Island Church. It's Tuesday, May the 26th. We're back with you uh, teaching on uh, protection in the evil day or looking toward that day that will come and just kind of combining the two so that we can uh, live righteously in Christ. Jumping off scripture, Hebrews uh, chapter 10, verse 25. Let me read it in the Passion Bible. This is not a time to pull away and neglect meeting together as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day dawning. Now we looked uh, uh, last night at that day being the day in which the end of this age will come. Uh, the end of this dispensation of the acceptable year of the Lord uh, will be over and the day of the vengeance of our God will begin. Judgment will come upon this earth. I know many things are, are looking like judgment right now, but they are not. And we are living in a very, uh, the Bible says, perilous times, dangerous times, times of great crisis, times of great strain and anxiety. We are living in those days right now. But in the midst of that, we can live strong as overcomers by the Word of God, by the Spirit that is on the inside of us, and by the destiny of God in our lives. You know, that's a, an amazing thing to meditate and think that God has destined us to be alive at this time. I believe that uh, what has gone on to shut down the world, shut down the nation, and now we're in the midst of trying to open it back up. I, I believe this is just the beginning of a scenario of things that are going to happen uh, throughout the next few months and years, and which are going to be very alarming unless you have inside information. And thank God it's the Word of God that gives us inside information. So as, as we said yesterday, we urge you, we exhort you uh, to come to church, to be in the services, to be taught the Word of God, and to fellowship with the men and women of God. Now, let's, let's on this subject, a scripture in Hebrews, they're in chapter 2, and for time's sakes, verse 15 says, And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Now that's speaking of us, of humanity itself, how Jesus came, how our trust in Him and being children of God, how Jesus took our death upon the cross, how literally on this earth, if we die physically, we will not die spiritually. To be absent from the body is to be present with Him. But listen, it is so profound right now, the ability of Satan and the world system, and through all of his, through all of his way of communication, that they are using the fear of death to manipulate the world. It is an amazing phenomenon. Look how strong the fear of death is. Why are so many people giving up liberty? Giving up freedom? Uh, we just had uh, uh, Memorial Day. Where, oh my goodness, all the men and women from the Revolutionary War all the way up till now to men and women that are fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq that, that have, have given their life's blood in the youth of their life, in the flower of their life, they gave it so that our nation could remain free. And so quickly, we just give up our freedoms, give up our freedoms, give up our freedoms, give up our liberties. Why? You might die. You might die. You might die. You, you can always tell the, the activity of your adversary by death that is in the communication, in the attitude, in the heart. And that's what he's using right now to try to manipulate people around the world. 
Now listen, I'm not, I'm not some dummy that says you shouldn't you know, do any of this. I'm not preaching some radical rebellion or rejection. I'm just saying you need to be aware of the day that you live in and recognize the strategy of your adversary, the devil. If you do not, you're going to fall into that trap and you're going to be just as fearful as the rest of the world, fearing that you may die. But listen, for us, for believers in Christ Jesus, Death is a reward. Heaven is a reward. I remember my mom passing away 12 years ago. Another precious lady in the church that passed away. Both of their funerals were such, such home goings. There was such an anointing. There was such a spirit of celebration as we uh, knew that they were in heaven itself. They were with God. They were with Jesus. They were the, with the angelic host. And all we've heard about heaven is just glorious. All we get from the Word, all we get from experiences of other people that have gone and come back. Thank God for what heaven is. Now, this manipulation of the enemy that he uses on us through fear of death. Now, let's pull back a little bit from the day in which all this ends into the evil day. And we'll transition into this. Now, the enemy... In any attack that is upon your life, and you know yourself that there are attacks that come because you're just here on the earth. They're, they're natural to the earth. There are attacks that come because our, we live in bodies that are, that are deteriorating. We, our minds have to be renewed by the Word of God. There are attacks that come because the devil's just a mean devil. Uh, that he does not play fair. Uh, he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. That's just his nature. That's just the way he is. So these attacks come. And the enemy uses many times the fear of death to begin to uh, intimidate us, to begin to manipulate us, to try and control our behavior so that we depart from righteous behavior and we begin to behave according to that fear of death. You know, uh, sickness and disease many times. I, I've been, man, I've been sick uh, times when I thought, man, there's no way I could go to church. Pain in my body. But I went anyway. I didn't let the fear of that stop me, and I got healed. It was amazing. I remember one time I, I had this perpetual problem with my throat, and it wasn't getting any better. And I, I went to a meeting right after I had preached several meetings, and I just I didn't feel good in my body. And I went, and you know what happened? The minister called me out, ministered to me by the laying on of hands and by a gift of the Spirit, and the power of God hit my body. That was back in 1994, and I haven't had that type of problem since then with my throat. Listen, I had to overcome that fear. Many times with our finances, God will put a demand upon us to, uh, to, uh, 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 to give, to tithe, to offer, to obey the Word of God. Uh, as we've been using for, a, for, a, for a, uh, 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 an offering scripture, to be willing and obedient. But many times the fear, and the enemy will use what? The fear of death. Remember in our redemptive teaching, what is death to the human experience? It's not the sensation of life, the cessation of life. It's separation. You think... I'm going to be separated from my money. I'm going to be separated from this. I'm going to be separated from that. I'm afraid to obey God. Listen, that's your adversary doing what he can do to try to inhibit you, to keep you from assembling yourself together, to get, yourself, to get you discouraged, to get you, uh, your mind off of that great day that's approaching. You say, well, why is it important that we have our minds fixed on that day? Here's why. Number one, with that we encourage one another. Number two, it initiates revival fires in our heart. We want to see our loved ones saved. We don't want to see anybody miss heaven. We want to see everybody go up in the rapture. We want to exhort one another in the body of Christ. We want to be soul winners in the world. We want everybody to know, oh, the glorious peace of knowing Jesus Christ and being free from any bondage that the fear of death brings. 
So the enemy's going to try to attack your mind. He's going to come at your finances, come at your health. He's going to do everything he can do to bring an evil day. What is that evil day? How do we define it? An evil day is a day in which death tries to rise up and intimidate you saying that something evil is going to happen to you. But the good news is, in the midst of that, God is going to come and give you peace. The Word of God is going to rise up a standard. You're not going to fall into a trap of literally getting into a situation in which you're forsaking the assembling of yourself, and you're going to rise up encouraged in the things of God. God is always faithful to do it. You've got to put forth the effort, though. Don't let evil overtake you, and do not let the evil day intimidate you. I'm not, I, can't, I can't paint a picture of you never having a bad report. I can't paint a picture of you never being attacked. I can't paint a picture of the, the world and the world system never uh, uh, coming and causing you problems whatsoever. But I can paint the picture of a loving God and a, and, and a Savior that has deposited power, anointing, and by His Word and by His Spirit, you can navigate those troubled waters. And when the evil day comes to your life, you can be protected and safe right in the midst of it. Just like in the storm in which the disciples were in, Jesus rose up and stilled the waters. Just like in Noah's day, an ark was prepared. And there was an ark of redemption prepared for you. An ark, let's say it like this in this day and hour, because we're going to get into some specifics of health and finances here in the next few days ahead. There is a financial ark. There is a physical ark. There is an ark of peace for your mind. There is an ark of, of, how can I say this, of overwhelming calm. There's an ark of patience, the fruits of the Spirit. And that is that, that boat of protection that lives, lifts us above the storm of life that is going on, on the earth right now and causes that protection to be in our life. We love you. Wednesday night, church, don't forget prayer at 6.30. We're studying the signs of the times. We'll have a glorious time. And then we'll see you back on the internet on Thursday night. God bless you. We'll see you soon.